0: The Unimaginable End Harmony Brightside 101A stared in disbelief at the end of the world. Just a moment ago it had all been there. The bright playful music and happy graphical movement of her life. Now nothing. Her enmity visor had been offline for hours now. Or maybe it had only been a few minutes. No way to tell. No test notifications. No updates. Just the disconnected icon blinking in the center of her vision. For most people the service disconnection was a stillness. An unexpected loneliness like a child performing their best trick and no one watching. Soon it would be answered by the delayed applause of Connection established. All would be right with the world again. She hoped. For Harmony it was a deadness. The world was now still cold and lifeless. Nothing beckoning her to sign up for a two-week free trial account or asking her to spend her shoppies points before they expire. No charming melody, no bright colors, no happiness. She just sat there waiting for any sign of her happy life to return. It occurred to her that she also needed to consider the problem of mirrors. The filters and effects that permanently accompanied her appearance would all be gone as well. Nothing would greet her, but her real age and eye color. Not something she could deal with in this time of crisis. Then she heard a coming from somewhere in the house. A rush of excitement filled her. The system was still alive. Maybe it just needed her help to make its cheerful return. Harmony briskly walked down the hallway following the beeping sound to the room at the farthest end of the residence. The closed door didn't automatically open to her presence. She had to search for the manual release lever. It was the first time she ever had to do this so it took some time. Opening the door she saw her elderly mother in the care bed they had brought from the gentle care center. The disconnection alert of her mother's monitoring equipment was the hopeful beep she had followed. The sound continued to echo in the room and throughout the house. Being in the same room with the source of the beeping made it extra shrill and piercing. All her hope was gone. This sight was incredibly difficult for Harmony. This was the first time she had seen her mother's actual face in several years. Her therapist had taught her a simple trick with her midi visor to soften the upsetting feeling she was having for her mother. To remember the good times. Not the bad. An old digital image of Harmony as a small child, maybe four years old. Sitting on her mother's lap and smiling, replaced her mother's actual face when she looked at her. Thanks to her visor. The little girl in the picture had just finished eating a big bowl of strawberries. Harmony's tiny mouth was stained with the berries revealing a smile of tiny baby teeth right before they began to fall out. Even disconnected from the network, her mother's equipment continued to function. Now finally looking at her. Harmony noticed how truly weak and ancient her mother was. The high school graduation photo that her visor used to DH her mother's face was now also offline. The full impact of seeing her mother so old and sick like this began to overwhelm her. She looked for somewhere to sit down. They had moved her mother into a Brightside residence, and out of an elderly gentle care center so that Harmony could collect the additional caretaker monthly income from Enmity. This had allowed her to quit her office job and stay at home full time. She could then pay for regular visits by medical staff to monitor her mother's condition, leaving Harmony free to spend her time and the leftover income however she wanted. This was the first time she needed to confront her mother's fragile condition. Harmony sat in the chair by the bed completely alone with it. There would be no medical staff calls. If everyone was in this same disconnected state they would all be concerned with their own situations and not her poor, sick mother. To stop the beeping sound she would have to reconnect the monitoring devices to her mother. With the network down the wireless connection was lost. She needed to find the physical cables for the machines. Her other option would be to simply turn off all the machines and just wait and see what happens. This second approach sounded more dangerous and uncaring than Harmony could consider at the moment. A vague memory of some emergency training she was required to endure flickered in the back of her mind. She knelt down and felt under the care bed for the plastic case of emergency wires. Pulling out and opening the case revealed a tangle of white, light blue and pink cables inside. It was like that damn necklace. For her birthday, maybe 23rd or 24th, her mother had given her a delicate gold chain necklace. It was meant for the engagement ring Harmony had received and then refused to give back. Engagement broken off. No reason given. Her mother suggested wearing it around her neck, as a reminder of something, but the chain was far too delicate. Harmony tried wearing it as much as possible without the heavy ring. The chain kept tangling on itself every time she had taken it off. Eventually, the fragile interlocking links became permanently tangled. This now made it too short to wear any longer as it was irreversibly knotted. She would occasionally lift it out of her jewelry box and attempt to untangle it. Never successfully. It looked so beautiful, but delicate and injured as it lay unworn amongst her other pieces in the box. It always stirred this frustrated feeling of surrender in her, sometimes ruining her mood for an entire day. She was determined not to feel that same defeat in this moment and began to untangle the mass of medical cabling. Her mother's eyes had not looked at her the entire time. They just stared unblinking and empty into some space that extended infinitely above the bed. Thankless and blank. Still wet. Also red around the edges, like her mother had never stopped crying. As she continued her work on the cables, Harmony began to feel the fact that she had missed breakfast and possibly lunch due to the system outage food. What were they going to eat? She grabbed an extra blanket from beside the bed and used it to muffle the source of the beeping sound as much as possible. Then she left her mother's room and hurried down the hall to the kitchen. Looking around the refrigerator she saw the dispenser cabinets with their blank smooth panels. Harmony had no idea how to open them to access the food inside. Her meals just appeared in the refrigerator on their usual schedule occasionally, interrupted by a friendly service technician who did maintenance. She pulled open the refrigerator door and inside she saw her breakfast and lunch packets patiently waiting. There was no way her mother would be able to chew and swallow Harmony's usual meals. She removed the breakfast packet from its shelf, placed it on the counter and began looking for something to mash the food. There was nothing but delicate utensils in the kitchen drawers. She looked across the main living area to the shelf on the far wall. Her excellence in media planning award immediately caught her eye. Perfect. She grabbed it from the shelf. It was a cylindrical acrylic pillar on an engraved base. She hit it against the kitchen counter until she freed the cylinder from the base. She used it to break up and mash the contents of the meal pouch. Stabbing it down on the sealed plastic bag and then rolling over it with the length. It became gray mush between the layers of plastic film. She ripped open the pouch, found a bowl and squeezed out the contents. Grabbing a spoon, she hurried back down the hallway. Her mother was in the same position in bed with the same empty stair. Cables. Setting the bowl on the edge of the bed, Harmony went back to the job of reconnecting the cables. All of the cables on the machines only connected exactly where they needed to go. She managed to reconnect everything even without remembering much of her training. The beeping stopped. It was replaced by a hum and gentle pulse. She removed the blanket from the machines and put it over the chair by the bed. Bending over her mother, she tried to get her somewhat into a sitting position to feed her. Her mother slumped over a little. Harmony took the bowl of breakfast mush and tried to spoon some of it into her mother's mouth. She angled the spoon to try to pry open her jaw a little. Just like she would have with a baby she never had. The gray mush just slid down her mother's chin. Nothing going into her mouth. No sign of swallowing. There might have been a slight change to the look in her eyes. Maybe not. Harmony tried a couple more spoonfuls, but then stopped. This wasn't working. Something else occurred to her. This food was full of the supplements and medication Enmity had designed specifically for Harmony and her unique biology and lifestyle. It could be dangerous for her mother to eat it. She tossed the bowl into the corner of the room like it had suddenly become too hot to hold. It broke against the wall and the gray mess slid slowly down the corner of the room. Taking the blanket from the chair she used a corner to wipe her mother's face. The uneaten food had collected under her chin at the base of her neck. She got most of it with a blanket. Standing up to take the blanket to the laundry hatch, she looked at her mother slumping over in the bed. Her hair was now so thin and colorless. She remembered the deep beautiful chestnut brown it used to be. Harmony dropped the blanket on the floor and went to retrieve a hairbrush. She returned to the room with an armload of brushes and beauty products. There was even a plastic bottle of hair dye from when Harmony thought about being a brunette. She ran the brush through her mother's hair, smoothing it straight back. With the included applicator comb she squeezed out some of the hair dye and began applying it to her mother's hair. It wasn't quite the color she remembered. Close enough. With her fingers she streaked some of the dye paste onto her mother's eyebrows. It mostly stained her forehead and they looked much thicker than Harmony remembered. While the dye was setting she went to retrieve some cosmetics. This should also help make the staring woman in the bed look like her mother again. After applying some foundation and then color to her cheeks, things started to feel better. Some of the hair dye had run down and stained the neck of the medical gown her mother wore. It was a horrible blue with the Gentle Care logo repeated on the fabric. A dress in a better color would be the finishing touch. It would complete the picture of her mother that Harmony had in her head. As she was pulling possible dress choices from her closet and piling them into her arms, there was another beeping sound not quite the same as the disconnection alarm from before. This was louder and more sustained. Harmony ran back to her mother's room carrying the selection of dresses. On the main monitor the word alert flashed, dropping everything she leapt to the bed and tried to feel for a pulse. There was no pulse. Her mother wasn't breathing. Frantically, Harmony pulled her mother flat onto the bed. She tapped her visor and still only the disconnected icon flashed at her, If she was connected there would be instant emergency medical services, CPR guidance overlays, there would be something. Anything. Harmony shrieked in frustration and began to cry. She tried to remember the procedures she half-learned when her mother was brought to live with her. Pulling off the blankets, she would try to perform what she remembered of CPR. Her mother's body was so thin and small uncovered on the bed. A feeding tube led to her stomach and disappeared under the bed. The makeup and hair dye were smeared all over the bed in her gown. Her mother looked like a child's drawing of an idealized woman that was crumpled and forgotten in a pile of old schoolwork. Harmony began to compress her mother's chest and breathe into her mouth. She didn't remember how hard or how long to do any of it. As she became more upset, all she seemed to do was smear her tears on her mother's makeup. The hair dye was now everywhere including all over Harmony's face and hands. Her ineffective attempts at resuscitation became more frantic, until finally she was just beating on her mother's frail chest and screaming. The elderly woman's body bounced on the bed and her staring eyes now looked empty. Harmony collapsed on the bed on top of her mother's body and sobbed. She felt helpless and enraged by her incompetence, After several minutes, she slowly sat up and looked down at her mother on the bed. She was gone. The complete mess Harmony had created just laid there perfectly still. This would be the last image she would ever have of her mother. This attempt to fix reality. The difficult woman that brought Harmony through life in the best way she could. All of it. Her mother's words too little too late kept coming back to her. As she looked into her mother's empty eyes, she wondered if she should try to close them. Something moved. She looked closer. Her mother's face began changing. Slowly her skin began to smooth, the wrinkles disappearing. Her hair grew thick and became the correct chestnut color Harmony remembered. Her mother's eyes became bright and fierce and her eyelashes dark and thick. The frail body was being replaced by the strong curves she remembered. Harmony could only watch in amazement. Now a digital image of her mother and a young Harmony smiling through a strawberry red mouth slowly replaced her de-aging face. A bright playful chime played and the colorful bouncing words ''Connection established'' appeared in the center of her vision. Enmity Stories. This story was brought to you by the Enmity Corporation and produced using licensed AI voice technology. For more stories please visit EnmityCorp.com or subscribe on your preferred podcast platform.